What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Wednesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I'm your host every single morning, Matt Peralta. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, this podcast always being brought to you by BetMGM, and it's always found wherever you get your podcasts, video on YouTube, and on bettingpros.com. You guys can get the BetMGM offer, which is above me here on YouTube. Bet $20 to win 100 bucks on any event. Use that code JUICE100 at BetMGM, BetMGM.com, or on the BetMGM app where it is available. And you guys can bet 20 bucks and you win 100 bucks in free wagers simply by using that promo code JUICE100. Okay, what a crazy night in sports. I mean, wow. All right, so the Vegas Golden Knights get completely outplayed by the Montreal Canadiens. The under hits, and that's good news. So we got that right. And But I thought Vegas would win 3-1, not Montreal 4-1. And Vegas now plays on Thursday for their lives, trying to force a Game 7 at home. And, well, let's see what happens. I I thought the series would go 7, but I thought Vegas would win tonight and Montreal would win Game 6. Maybe I'm backwards. Maybe Vegas can steal one and force a Game 7. I don't know. Vegas can't play like they did tonight or last night because that was ugly. Really, really ugly. And Montreal right now through five games, the better team. There's not anywhere, any real way to argue that, that Montreal hasn't been the better team here in this series. They absolutely have. Maybe not on paper, but it doesn't really matter. We played these things on the ice, not on paper. And Vegas has been flat. They've been frustrated and they have not played well at all. By the way, just to make something perfectly clear and, you know, people were chirping at me on Twitter and that's fine. I'll take that. That's great. But. Vegas, I placed a quarter unit on Vegas to win the cup at plus 550. I won more money on the under last night than I'm going to lose on Vegas not winning the cup. Just keep that in mind, okay? I care more about my wagering and my money than I do about Vegas winning. I want them to win. I think it would be great. But I'm not going to be heartbroken if Vegas loses. And this is not, I'm not emotionally wrapped up to the point where I'm going to be like, you know, tucking my tail and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they lost. Nah, it's fine. They lose, they lose. It's, it's, yeah, move on to the next one, right? <laughs> next day, turn the page on to the next one. Good night for me with a couple of personal plays. I had the Clippers plus five and a half and the Red Sox money line. So that was nice to have those two things come through. The under hit easily for the Clippers and the Suns. That was a ridiculous end of the game situation. And I learned a rule. I didn't know that the ball was live and there's no goaltending on inbounds play. So just throw the ball at the rim and then just go ahead and dunk it as long as the ball doesn't hit the rim first. That was the one part of the rule that Van Gundy was not talking about that I learned later. If the ball hits the rim, you can't go and dunk it like it has to be. It's a live ball, but it can't be above the cylinder. You got to catch it before it hits the rim and then you can dunk it and there is no offensive goaltending. So that's why there was some confusion there. But DeAndre Ayton, what a game. Awesome game. Really impressive win. We go 0-2 on the player props for a quarter unit each. Booker rebounds and the uh, two made threes for Marcus Morris. Both those came through as negative. And then the discord bet which is now five and eight. <laughs> this betting stuff is tough, huh? <laughs> it's not easy. And this crowdsourcing betting thing is not easy either. Five and eight. And I think we're one in our last four for the Discord wager. Hmm. So maybe we rethink it. I don't know. I'm going to keep doing the way we're doing it. I think it's fun. I think it's a good way of getting our bets out there and talking through our wagers. But that teaser looked pretty good, except I, you know, I bet the under. 
I was going to be on the under. And I don't tell you guys what I'm going to be on because I don't want to influence anything. I want you guys to pick it and you guys to bet it because it's fun. Uh, but we're down now uh, a unit and a half. <laughs> Not great for the Discord wager, but hey, it's fun. It's a crowdsource bet, and hopefully we can come back with a winner next week and get off the schneid. So every single Monday into a Tuesday, it's fun to do that. Five and eight, though, now is the actual record for the Discord wager. Okay, so let's get to the picks for today. Uh, here's where I am. I have one hockey bet. I have two basketball bets to get into. I have one other half a unit that's hanging out there that I'm either going to bet a baseball game on it or I'm going to bet a side for hockey. I don't know yet. We've got a hockey game with Tampa and the Islanders and game one for the Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know yet what I'm going to do with the half a unit that's hanging out there. So you're going to have to listen to or go into the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat. I haven't been hitting well on the player props because these numbers are so sharp. I mean, the books are so good right now, and I just haven't done well. I don't want to completely throw away what we've done here for the props. And I've been getting exotic, and I've been doing... I mean, Marcus Morris took two threes. He had to hit them both. We went one for two, and we lost. (laughs) So that was kind of the bummer. But... You know, we've been getting close. We've been losing by half a unit. We had Joel Embiid to go over 31 and a half. He scored 31. So we've just been getting some bad beats. And I think I'm going to pause the the player props for just a little bit and see where we go. I mean, I may come back with DeAndre Ayton player prop right now is cashing like crazy. And he's been so good in this series. Game winning bucket. So the confidence is it's going to explode for that young player for the Phoenix Suns. So maybe I eyeball, but the books are going to start jacking up his numbers, right? He's going to start going to like 22, 23, 24 points. And that's not really what that guy does. So even though he's been scoring pretty much 22, 20 points a game for the Phoenix Sun. So today I'm going to pause, not going to do any player props today, but I do have two NBA plays at a half unit each in one play for hockey at a half a unit. And I'm going to start with the Islanders in Tampa. I've done this before in playoff series, but when blowouts happen, I tend to go the other way. So I was always going to eyeball the under for this game at five and a half between Tampa and the Islanders. They're back at home. Their backs are against the wall. You know they're going to play a real solid shell after giving up eight goals to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been shell-shocked. They got kicked in the teeth. You know that they're going to play hard at home, and it's going to be a grinder of a hockey game. Here's the thing. You can either bet five and a half under and lay minus 145, which I thought about doing, or we can take the same logic of the five and bet the under. Now, it's juiced or it's plus money. Okay, It's plus 110 on this bet. I'm going to do it. This goes a little bit against my bet five and bet over, right? I've said bet five, bet over. We can still push. A 3-2 game is still a push, regardless over under. 3-2, a flat 5, and it's a push. So that's not horrible if it winds up being a 3-2 win. The problem is if it winds up being a 4-2 win with an open net goal, which is what we're hoping for if we bet over 5, which is you're going to lay a little juice here. But I think this is a 2-1 win for Tampa Bay. All right, I think this is a grinder of a game. I think the Islanders are not going to get into a track meet again. They're not going to get caught flat-footed. I I just think they're at home. They're going to ride the barn. This could be the last game ever 
at Nassau Coliseum for the New York Islanders. You know there's nostalgia and there's just a lot going on into this game. I expect the Islanders defensively to play their guts out here. And Tampa knows in the back of their mind they can win this game and move on or win or lose this game and play a game seven. So I don't think they're going to sell out offensively and just go crazy. And I think you got Vasilevsky who's playing so well. I think Farlamov bounces back and, and plays you know, a, a great game here for the Islanders. I think it's a 2-1 win for the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I'm not there yet to bet the money line and lay the minus 140. I'm wondering if we get you know some Islander money coming in, we might get a better price. I don't want to lay $1.40 on this game because the Islanders have their backs against the wall and they have to win. So I'm not as confident as saying, you know what, we have plus money on a five and we might get a push on a 3-2 game. We could get a push. I'm going to change up my normal, hey, let's grab five and bet the over because, well, I bet five and a half in the under last night, but I played pretty, you know, I paid pretty good juice to do that. And it was a 4-1 win for Montreal. Could be a 4-1 win for Tampa, and we still push on the five. So because of that, I'm going under five at plus 110. Same logic as betting over five. But I'm going to go under, take the plus money here and see if we can get a 3-1, 2-1 win for one of these two teams here for the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So plus 110, under five goals, pick one, play one for the night for a half a unit. Okay, two NBA games to talk about. Let's talk about the hard plays with one NBA game to talk about. Hawks, Milwaukee, Atlanta on the road, catching eight points from the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. Atlanta on the year 38 and 46 to the uh, sorry. Let me. That's wrong. Sorry. Let me pull up the right stats because that that is the total. That's not the side I want. I want to talk about sides. Uh, So on a side, Atlanta on the year is 47, 36 and one against the number Milwaukee underwater 38 and 45. On the road, Atlanta is 21, 21 and one to the number. Milwaukee at home is 21 and 20. These teams both played seven game series. These teams are going to match up against each other. And here's the one interesting twist. So you go from guarding Ben Simmons, who won't shoot, to Trey Young, who will shoot from anywhere. This is a much different defensive assignment for Milwaukee. They've got to really look at things differently. And like you can't put Giannis on, you know, Trey Young, right? So guarding Trey Young is going to be interesting. How they wind up doing it? Is it Holiday? I mean, who do they wind up putting on Trey Young? And then Bogdanovich, he wasn't in the lineup for the two times these two teams played. Bogdanovich was not in the lineup. And remember, Bogdanovich was supposed to be a Milwaukee Buck, but that deal fell through. So it is interesting that that guy, I think, plays a monster key here. Against the number against Philadelphia in that series that went seven games, Milwaukee went four and three against the number in the game in series against Brooklyn. The Atlanta Hawks went three and four against Brooklyn. They won. Uh, sorry, flip that around. Excuse me. Against uh, against Philadelphia, Atlanta went four and three and Milwaukee went three and four. Sorry, confusing my series. I have eight points here. Give me the Atlanta Hawks. I think Atlanta is going to be a thorn in the side and maybe you get a better number. I think this number is going to climb. By the time you guys bet it, it might be eight and a half. It might be nine. I just think Atlanta is going to be in this game. I think it's going to be a tighter game than people think. I think Atlanta has some defensive options with Giannis. 
I think the Bucks might be exhaling a little bit after getting past the Brooklyn Nets. They might be like, oh gosh, okay, we got through Brooklyn. Maybe they take Atlanta a little lightly. Maybe it takes a game for them to figure it out. Remember, they beat Philadelphia in game one in Philly of that series, and they were catching four and a half points, and they won by four. They're catching eight points right now. Eight against this Milwaukee Bucks team. Man, give me the Atlanta Hawks. Plus eight Atlanta. I like this Atlanta team a lot. They're a lot of fun. I think people are just handing it. And I've been anti-Milwaukee. Everyone knows this. I don't really like Milwaukee. So maybe not shocked that I'm going against them here in game one. But I'll take Atlanta plus eight against the Milwaukee Bucks here on the road in game number one. Game two may very well be a blowout. But I think game one is the game that Atlanta could very well be in the series and, and, and have a chance to cover at plus eight. Play number two. The total is 226 and a half. So to the over, Atlanta is 38 and 46. Milwaukee is 44, 37 and two. But over the last 10 games, Milwaukee three, six and one to the over. Over the last 10 games, Atlanta is three and seven to the over. One game in the last five for Atlanta has gone over. One game in the last five has gone over for the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, 226 and a half. If you look at the series here, the last four games for Atlanta and Philadelphia all went under. And the last game, Brooklyn and Milwaukee finally went over after every game. All six games were either a push or an under. It was 05 and 1 to the over. The over covered once in that series. 226 and a half is pretty high in my opinion when you look at the Atlanta Hawks and their games so against Philadelphia 226 and a half went under by 23 and a half 225 and a half went under by five and a half 224 and a half went under by nine and a half 223 went under by 20 216 went under by 17 now I know Philadelphia contributed a lot to that but this is where I think the Bucks defense comes in. And I think the Atlanta Hawks are a little bit better defensively than people are giving them credit for. And sure, Milwaukee shoots a ton of threes, but I think that number's too high. I think that's too high for a game one, a feeling out process type of game. And I think both teams want to play defensively. They want to lock down defensively. And sure, they're going to shoot a ton of threes, but I don't think the pace of play is going to be all that high. And look, I like the Hawks. So I think I have to like the under. If you like Milwaukee to win big, I think it's Milwaukee in the over or it's Hawks in the under. So I'm just kind of correlating the two together. I don't think Atlanta wants to get into a straight firefight and trying to you know score in the in the 140s or the 120s here and have like a 240 total. I, I just I, I don't think that's going to happen between these two teams. And, and, and like I mentioned, when they played, Bogdanovich wasn't there, but when they played Milwaukee, the total was 236. It went under by seven points back on the 15th of uh, on the 15th of April for Atlanta. And when they played on the road uh, at Milwaukee, 225, similar to similar to this game, it went over by 19 points, 129 to 115. They lost the game uh, by 14 points and it went over by by 19. Bogdanovich was not in the game. And Atlanta was, Atlanta was with a different coach and just a whole, I, mean, I guess not, not a different coach, but just a different team really and how they were playing they were dead in the water and then they turned things around but really since going back to the Washington series 
Washington uh, back on the 12th of May. Only three times have games for the Hawks gone over. (laughs) And that's games against Washington, Orlando, Houston, the New York Knicks, and the Philadelphia 76ers in the postseason. I, I just think game one, feeling out process. Let's take the under 226 and a half for these two teams here for game number one for Atlanta and Milwaukee. The public's going to be all over the over, okay? Public's going to be on Milwaukee, and they're going to be on the over. I'm going Atlanta plus eight, and I'm going on the under 226 and a half here for this game, for game one coming up tonight here for us, here for the Daily Juice, okay? So the three plays, half a unit each, under five goals, Tampa, New York, plus 110, plus money. Atlanta, plus eight, Minus 110 for a half a unit and the under for Atlanta and Milwaukee at 226 and a half under there for minus 110 for a half a unit. The other half a unit, I'm looking at the Red Sox against Tampa, but Tampa's lost seven straight games. Uh, Look at the pitchers. Tampa went through their whole bullpen for the extra inning game. I'm also thinking about the over eight and a half in that game. Might jump on that. Padres Dodgers, a game that I'm also kind of eyeballing a little bit that we may get involved with for the other half a unit. I will have one more play to give you guys coming up before the games begin in the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat. For that one, we'll have one more play, but three plays today, one one NHL and two NBA for us here for the Wednesday's Daily Juice. Winning day yesterday. Let's have another one here on a Wednesday morning. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt every single morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Brought to you by BetMGM.